There's a calm surrender to the rush of the day when the heat of a rolling wind can be turned away. An enchanted moment and it sees me through. It's just enough for this restless warrior just to be with you. And can you feel the love tonight? And by feel, I mean P-H-I-L. That's the reverse rail. I am Rob E. Plymouth, as in rock, as in Plymouth Rock. <laughs> Not crack rock. As in, we didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Yes. Plymouth Rock landed on us. And what has landed upon us is an amazing week of professional wrestling. Uh, and we're here to talk about that. The road to WrestleMania starting early. Mm. And cash it. Because this. This is the cash it podcast. Did I say this for first round? Did I say that? You did. Okay. Gotta make sure that I say that. Um, yet, can you feel it? Mm. Can you feel it? Um, God damn. It's one of those things where it's like. It all goes back to like everything that they let CM Punk say in that pipe bomb. Like, by God, art imitating life. Like, everything that man said has come to pass. Punk was right. <laughs> and I don't know how, like, this is season three, and this is the Punk episode. And Punk was right. And it's we always right. Crazy. Like, and, and I think I think that we feel like when like somebody has to be right about something, they have to be right in every facet of the approach and right in their delivery, right in the and I, I learned growing up, you eat the meat, spit out the bones. Mm-hmm. It's that sometimes the, the, the messenger can be wrong or the delivery can be wrong, but the message mm-hmm. is still very right. And everything a decade later has come full circle to roost. He's about to be number one merch in two brands. <laughs> number one, like, you know, like wrestler merch mm-hmm. in two brands. Um, every metric that could be broken on social media has been broken. Whether you booed, whether you cheered, whether you feel he's a hypocrite, whether you feel um, this is a reconciliation of sorts, whatever you feel, you're feeling it. I'm so annoyed by the he's a hypocrite bullshit. Because people are acting like he said this shit yesterday, last night. This was a fucking decade ago. And even afterwards, when he was talking about this is years and years ago, do you still feel the same about literally everything in your life that you felt in 2014? No, you don't. And if you do, you're a goddamn fool. <laughs> and if you do, you're a damn fool. Like, there's no hypocrisy here. If you want to know why he came back, he said it at the end of the show to make money, not print. Okay? And if you want to know why WWE signed him again, what you just say about all the fucking metrics on social it's media? All it's all improving. It's been proven in 24 in hours. 24 hours. Please, please. Anybody who didn't see this coming is a goddamn fool. The only thing he has to do is deliver in the ring. And he was delivering in the ring. And now he has even better sparring partners mm-hmm. to deliver in the ring with. And they're as vested in him looking good as, as anything else. Um, this is a win-win. We've always said WWE is where you go to end your career to ride it out, to go into the hall and call it a day. Mm-hmm. He'll now go down as one of the most controversial figures in wrestling history. Um, but he, he in some way has been a catalyst for pushing the bar and the conversation forward, and it's no way around his name now. Tony Khan's a fucking idiot um, <laughs> for allowing <laughs> those children over there yeah. to run that man out of the company yeah and allow this to happen this is a it's because of that it's, it was so stupid because he could not keep his employees under control i guarantee you one thing that shit won't be happening in the wwe anything you hear somebody saying about cm punk any reference they made is going to be part of the damn script ain't nobody gonna go in that ring and go into business for themselves or be on social media going to the dirt sheets Telling them put this out about CM Punk, blah, blah, blah. 
the minute that shit happens, it's going to be shut the fuck down immediately. Why? Because it is a company, a proper professional company where there are clear bosses who are not your friends, but people that you have to answer to. Yeah. And we said that on, you know, and I mean, don't get me wrong, like the scuttlebutt, the, the blurred line, the wondering what is and what isn't, it's all good for viewership. Mm-hmm. But we even said on, you know, on, on Saturday night, we were like, ah, nah, this will work. You know, like, we, you know, you clocked in early, like, nah, hold on, wait a minute. But, um, but brilliant work and, and, it, and brilliant work that leads to brilliant payoff um, internally in the storyline on the TV where it matters, however we get there. However we get there, however many lines we go along the way, however we get there. If I'm Triple H, I loved it. I'm I'm using AEW's unintentional play against them. I'm gonna have so many reports of backstage altercations and fights. Oh, CM Punk and Seth Rollins got into an argument backstage. Boom, boom. I'm using all of that, and I'm using social media to rev it up. So I don't have to do it on because we're still a ways away from WrestleMania, even though we're starting to build clearly, which is what we should do. So Wait, the night at should be the road is, 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 yes. is we're on the road. So we're still a ways away. So you don't want Punk and Seth on TV going at each other just now. Not yet. You start building that for the next month, next six weeks. You send out these reports. Oh, there was an argument backstage. You have Seth cutting these promos in the ring on live events. You have CM Punk going with it this night and referencing how Seth feels indirectly. You do that and you build on the drama because the most interesting thing AEW has ever done has been unintentional and has been this backstage drama with CM Punk and the wrestling children back there. So use that. <laughs> do that. Let social media do what it does. Hype this shit. Run it through its engine. And then when it's time to put it on TV, maybe starting at the Rumble, that's when you start putting it on TV. And that's, that's, when, you have and that's when you have Punk on the scrum. Yeah. On the after press conference, because that itself already has built in everything. Yeah. You, just, you give that man a live mic and you let him do his thing every chance you get. But this time, you have Seth show up at the actual press conference. That's when, that's how you start the direct connect. You got something to say, say it to my face. I'm not one, I'm not gonna wait. I'm not them. This like they could be a they could do a nasty piece of work with this and in playing off of all the real life shit that happened in AEW. And now and, and with the small mention of AJ tonight. A small back. With the small mention of AJ tonight, she could get involved. Seth also has a wife that can get involved. This can escalate very quickly in a way that I don't think anyone's going to mind. Bring me the best. Yes, bring me AJ. And they almost, I was joking in our group chat that we knew Randy was going to open, Punk was going to close, and I jokingly said, uh, you know, Cody and Seth at 9 and 10, and that's damn near what it wound up being. Yeah. And uh, an amazing show. Um, Rhea, Miss Girl, I promise you Randy is not who you want to run up on. I promise you he's going to have zero qualms. Yeah, she's catching an RKO. She's catching an RKO. I've said that a year ago. Yeah, she's catching an RKO at some point, (laughs) and it's going to be deliciosa. I can't control. You know, like it's going to be very much tea when she catches it. Good, uh, her Survivor Series people. The week before Survivor Series, we watched Full Gear, and I won't say that it wasn't enjoyable in parts. But when I say night and fucking day, and you guys, you guys that have followed the podcast know that we have been, when we need to drag WWE, we have dragged mm-hmm. WWE. We have welcomed our, with open arms, we have welcomed AEW to come in and trounce upon them. And and to some degree, I do believe their influence all, did create some autocorrect um, yeah, where it could happen. And because I think competition breeds that. Right. And I think that the other uh, internal machinations of WWE clearly changing. Um, has now left, uh, you know, Triple H at the helm of responding to those things in a way that, listen, that makes the most sense. So, night and day. Uh, I wish that I didn't have to say that. I wish that I could say, oh my God, they slay. Oh my God, this slay. But you can't compete with you can't compare. And baby, Survivor Series was what WrestleMania should be. Front to fucking back. Those, I rewatched the World Games matches today. Um, this is right after we're, we're, we're recording this. That women's war games, <laughs> them ladies worked. Um, the story of the match is so beautiful with Bailey just being all over the ring, 
being there for everyone in her group, saving them countless times. It was, a, I think somebody on Twitter said the span of 45 seconds, she saved literally everyone on her team from getting pinned or submitted. And then they lost the match because no one was there for Bailey and she got worked by everybody. Um, amazing Beautiful story. Beautiful story. Amazing That's a story. macho man type story. That's an amazing story. And, I, and what I would love, what I hope is going to happen, as I hope that who puts the bullet through her, who does the thumbs down, is Dakota. I hope she's cleared, and I hope she. I would love her to work because that because that last iteration of NXT Dakota, the crazy mm-hmm. iteration, oh, that's a perfect leader yeah. for this. And Absolutely. for and her ousting Bailey makes sense, like because if she's going to point all that out, like yeah, you did everything you could to save us, you just weren't strong enough, mm-hmm. and so now we don't need you anymore. Like I, it's a, I can see like that kind of a character being able to tell that yeah. story and twist it in that way. Um, Bailey goes back face, uber face. Like I said on the last episode, the minute she yanks that ponytail back up, it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Becky and Charlotte have reconciled. Yeah, it sounds like it's looking like we're leading to a four-person damage control up against yeah. a three-person horsewoman, which yeah. leaves an opening. Yeah, I mean. If nothing else happens, Bianca slide in that spot. If nothing else happens. But to have, like, Bailey cut a promo after War Games and the backstage, she was being interviewed by one of the ladies, one of the not Renee's. And she said, I don't know if you can find my friends for me. I don't know where any of them are because she didn't know where the rest of the damage control was. She was by herself again. Um, that's where she needs to be on an island alone against those four women. The island of Irrelevant. Yeah, wow. Wow. And Charlotte and Becky needs to come to her aid because they have a camaraderie. They they have something that nobody else can break that's never going to be able to be taken away from them. Mm-hmm. And it's still three on four. And they're like, we don't have a fourth. And Billy can be like, now you know we got a fourth. And make that phone call. Um, Ooh, I got goosebumps. <laughs> that's how... <laughs> You bring that's how you bring Sasha back in, and yeah, you'll get your your four horsewoman match that you've been dying for for eight years at this point. <laughs> yeah, my God, today I'm not gonna know how to act. Do you hear me? And then and also with the with the team neighborage, like I said, that had Mickey in the Rumble. Mickey's husband currently working on Raw SmackDown. It's no reason uh, Trinity Naomi can't slide across that line, that forbidden door for the Rumble herself. I mean, we are in, we've been saying this this entire season that we are in rarefied wrestling space, but we are we are literally in something this much star power in one place with this much storytelling going on at the same time. Because they got, like, I love, I love, I, I'm, I'm going to give him this. Um, you'll never hear me rage on about a, a Cody performance here. Sometimes he'll hit that cutter from heaven. Sometimes he'll get on that top mm-hmm. rope. He'll leap. He'll he'll dap up Dusty and come back down. Um, that sometimes that man hits that cutter so nasty. He's 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 beyond proficient. He's beyond solid. He can carry a match out. You, but you'll never hear me rave about his in ring. What you'll hear me rave about is, the, is his character. Whoever is booking this long term storyline of him getting to this destiny is, is is they're doing an amazing job mm-hmm. because someone continues to get in the way every time and it and for in some way it makes sense it eventually makes sense at that point. Mm-hmm. Brock was a little weird at first, but that was that was them looking at it from fire testing him and us needing to see as an audience him get through Brock. They could have told more of a story in the product than they did at the time. Mm-hmm. It was kind of shoehorned. But whatever the case may be, there's always been this impediment as he's getting ready to get right back on that road. I love it. I love it being Naka Naka. Naka Naka doesn't win oh, in no way. And even if he loses, he doesn't not win in this. And I yeah, love that yeah. they're upgrading him slowly. And 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 I love that he's a viable threat. Um, but yeah, I love that there was another pit stop. That it would, you can announce that rumble, <laughs> that rumble slide. But guess what, baby guess girl? Before you get there, you're gonna limp there. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna drag yourself there. I, I'm loving Cody's story more and more and more and more. And I think at this point, as we've talked about before, and I've said it on record, and I, and I still feel this way, I think that that that, that now the payoff um, will be more for the opponent than it will be seeing Roman defeated. I think it will be more in the just this is good for Cody than it is somebody finally took down Roman. That like you know. At this point, that goes into perpetuity if it wants to. 
for me, I'm, I'm, I would be reinvested in Cody finishing his well-told story than I am so much about it ending this story. Because mm-hmm. I don't need it to end that per se that it's kind of been done. We before. are definitely in a, a, a level of intrigue and... I don't know if we've ever been here before. That, this feels um, new for me as a lifelong fan. That hasn't... I don't know if I can say I've never been there before. What era can we compare this to? Um, NWO was very intriguing. Like, there was questions surrounding, like, surrounding that. Um, the Shield, when they came in, it was a level of what the hell is going on? What are, what are these three doing? Like, maybe not to this level. NWO was really what I... But what I'm talking about right now is the, is the, is the level of... Now I'm not talking about a storyline. I'm talking about the level of consistent storytelling, athleticism, programming, and just like the, oh, the, yeah, the, sure. the, the sheer star power. That's not right what now. I was talking about. That's, oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's I'm, I'm talking about where that's the, that's what I mean by Rare Space. Like we've never had because we started with the the duration one, duration mm-hmm. two. But it's not just it's, we're not enduring the duration. Right. We're not in it full full fledged. Um, we've never had a cons- this consistent a run of quality storytelling paired with this level of athlete mm-hmm. and showmanship. And, and integration across the pro- we, this is this is this feels new to me. Yeah, I can't yeah, think no, of I another period. That. I can't That's think of anything I else. I, yeah. What I meant by that is, I don't know what's coming. I don't know. Oh, what's me either. Next. Me either. We are at a level of that that we haven't been at in a very long time because we at the top of that is CM Punk. Where is this going? What are they going to do? Um, then you have the bloodline that's still going. And you have no idea. There's no even seeds, I think, of what, what Roman is doing next. Then you have the Cody story. Is he actually going to win the Rumble again and go to WrestleMania? It's just a level of what's about to happen in such a good way that we haven't been I've never been here. Wow. Who is Gunther getting at WrestleMania? Who, who's going to end his title, <laughs> title reign? Like, when are they splitting these tag titles and how are they doing it? Like it's damage just, control is in damage flux. control. Judgment day. Where is that going? You know what? Who who's these real going to be facing? Story. Who's Eo going to Eo going to be looking down the road towards? Who's winning the rumble? Is is not Nia's a Where is Jade and when? Where is like it's just it, baby. The, the, there are questions, and it's so many. That people, so intriguing. It's so many people. There used to be a breakout person you were waiting on to come mm-hmm. up from NXT. Any one person from NXT can cause a ripple right now. Anybody, yeah. anybody they call up right now from NXT from that current lot, like their 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 main yeah, TV I mean, lot, Mello, is going to cause Mellow would cause an issue. <laughs> West would cause an issue. Mm-hmm. Steiner would cause an issue. Gallus would cause an issue. Tiffany Stratton would cause an issue. Mm-hmm. New Titty Cora J would cause an issue. <laughs> like it's so many people down. Yeah. Metaphor, metaphor would cause an issue. Metaphor. metaphor. And to me, you don't call them until Judgment Day is done. Because you need one faction that's running, that's overlap, and then runs roughshod after that one dies down. You know, it, it, we are, we are, it, 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 they don't need to sign nobody else. <laughs> they really don't. They don't need to sign nobody else. They got plenty. They don't need to sign a soul right and now. And there's a million questions that need answers, and we're along for the ride to get to those. To and get it, to and those it couldn't answers. have, this couldn't have happened at a worse time for AEW if it's true that MJF just went down. So, oh yeah, um, when it's on Labrum, um, Swerve is right there. And he's the only thing they got. Swerve, Swerve and Tony right Storm there. are the only things they're going to have to lean on at this point. Yeah, if MJF got to drop the title sooner than later, if he, if he has to go out six to nine months because that surgery is going to put you out for a while. Mm-hmm. Swerve is right there. Let, let's pull the trigger. He's right there. Um, But enough about them. This WrestleMania... I think is going to be the most intriguing, even though we thought last year's was was going to be it. And here's why. This is going to be the first WrestleMania where Triple H is full blown in charge with no McMahon interference. Triple H is full blown in charge. And he has been christened and don't be all when it comes to creative by the person who now owns WWE events. This WrestleMania is going to eat because this is Triple H's first. Like, this is my mania. I guarantee you what's not going to happen. We're not going to have almost some Brock Lesnar out of fucking nowhere for no goddamn reason. 
everything is going to have a story. As much as, I think we said this last week, as much as people were tired of the Judgment Day coming in and interrupting the Cody's and the Sami Zayn's and the Jey Uso's, that led to war games. That, that it, it People were tired of that? War that was games. a thing? Yeah, yeah. People, um, it was the same main event on Raw, same variation of the main event every week on Raw. Mm-hmm. Judgment Day. That's where the Judgment Day game came, or meme came from, where they're interrupting everybody. Mm. That's where that came from, because they constantly did. But it led mm. to an actually... And actual war games that it wasn't just two weeks outside of war games. Hey, let's put some teams together and throw in war games because Survivor Series is around the corner. No, this was a long build to that, which is necessary. The women, same thing, a long build to that. It went with inside stories with in within the damn. But match. I don't. I don't think this generation has Ooh. lived with what war games was back then. Because right. even even as, even as war games come back up, it yeah. came back up through NXT. They weren't necessarily watching that because the broader casual fan. So they had didn't have to live with this is a payoff or this is a long yeah. long term storyline payoff. Yeah, it's the same thing as them just it's what Hell in a Cell should be. stuff in Hell in a Cell just because of pay per view. Yeah, around the corner made no Taker and Punk's first match was inside Hell in a Cell. That made no fucking sense. It literally no sense. Um, Ryback and Punk they did that with Punk a lot. No, um, just, just foolishness. But yeah, that's. My point is, these stories are well laid out, clearly thought of in advance. I can't wait to see how Mania is affected by that, with no interference from anybody else. And like I said the other night, you know, now that we, we shoehorn Punk into this situation, there's that that tear that we were looking at that was getting ready to pop with, you know, Damien and Gunther. You know, where did they land in this? Because one still has the money to make briefcase. Mm-hmm. And one is an unstoppable IC oh, champion that should be in the world in the world title uh, picture. Um, I, I, like I said, uh, Savage, uh, not Savage, uh, Warrior Redacted, running back. Um, I would love that. And mm-hmm. uh, but we still have the chamber in between there. And we still have the rumble in between. It. And the chamber's in Perth, right? Yeah. So they're going to cut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, oof. I, if I got to sell toe pictures, if I got to bake pies, <laughs> if I got to perform favors on Craigslist, all of it, motherfucker. Now, what? <laughs> However it happens, these tickets are exorbitant in price. I'm going uh, to be in Philadelphia. Yeah, we need to go. It's it's, it's the start of an action. And I may be in Tampa for the run. Uh, um, I'm I'm gonna say let's go to Tampa. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Rumble is a great time live. I, and I, said, I haven't done that or Survivor Series live. That's it. I am. I am. I forgot about the money in the bank question. Where does Damien? land in all this when he gets because he's, he's got till prime June. and ready. He's got till June. He does. He does. He's prime and ready for for that main event slot. Like Damien, yeah. all the tools are there. They're there. They are absolutely I ready. do, I, but I, I feel like in order for, and he has to pull a trigger he has to show that my time cerebral assassin component of his character now that takes it he's going to have to get a couple of steps ahead of Rhea mm-hmm. within the judgment day. He's gonna have to, you know, exhibit some sort of control or or mm-hmm. authority or or make a move that goes, oh, never mind, you do get it, because mm-hmm. he's in that space right now. Kirkwise are kind of stutter stepping, kind of second guessing himself, kind of worried about who's around him. He's not making, he's not putting his dick on the table just yet. Right. We need that moment where he puts his dick on the table. Triple H interview with Jim Ross. Triple H on commentary. Mm-hmm. It's my time. I'm done playing with you hoes. Up from the booth, knocking bitches in the ring. Yeah, put the bones on the table. It's, it's there. It's, it's at that point for him. So I like that they were slow growing to that. Um, it's just so many things. I do want to stop. Um, and I guess they feel like we had such a dominant run from uh, the from the bloodline that we don't need a stable that is dominating and cohesive and on one page. I would argue that when it's a smaller stable, it, it, it doesn't. Like, there's no reason that Imperium should not be solid. It's three motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Two of you are a tag team, and I'm doing my own thing. It's no, I don't need y'all interfering in my matches. I'm not interfering in y'all's. This is about the ring being sacred. There's no reason that they need internal drama. Yeah. I want the, the prophet saying that. Yeah. There, there's, there, there needs to be a unit that is, is, is it needs to be given the, the marbles. It needs, to, it needs to be, we need to be knocking hoes um, and, and switching spots and knocking hoes again. Um, I don't like that for the smaller stables, but other than that, that's a micro complaint at this point. Wrestling is so good right now, I don't know what to do. I don't know what. I was editing the last episode on the, on the game with y'all, and we all watched SmackDown on our phones. Yeah. I was like, this thing, this thing absorbs my life. Like, what am I, what am I doing? 
Like it literally is. I, I just, I just, and it's I so good. Tweet. It's so good right now. That said, after Survivor Series ended, and somebody said, I'm going to post the tweet. Go ahead and talk because I want to read it verbatim. You know, I don't have a problem doing that. Um, whew, I just, it's just, <laughs> not an exhale. Yeah. Mm. It's so just good. so good so right good. now. It's just so good. It it um. Mm. So I got it. Scott Yeager, after Survivor Series, said, "Wrestling is the greatest thing in the world." And for those of you who don't have that weird thing in you that we have in our bones that makes us just get it, I am legitimately sorry for you guys. And this is this. I love this because let's go back to something I said on here before. Wrestling is bad. It's bad. It's cringe. You embarrass me watching, but when wrestling, pro wrestling. Is good and it is on. There ain't a goddamn thing in the world better <laughs> because it has everything. It does drama, action, entertainment, mystery, music, literally everything. Fashion that you fashion, like everything. You know all these one pieces that you people out there, obviously people who are listening to this and are wrestling fans, but most people out there are into. Some facet of that is inside of wrestling. Mm -hmm. Wrestling is the greatest thing in the world. And what I also love, I love now this as well, that as we have produced a smarter show, we have a smarter audience. Mm -hmm. (gasps) See, it was never that the audience was dumb. This was what she was feeding them with some bullshit. And they was like, well, girl, I guess guess what we're looking at. And when you don't treat the audience as dumb, it's even better as well. Right. They, they, the audience is smooth, like I said the other night. Like that's why they had to do this extra tick with Drew tonight. But even with even with that tonight, you can still understand Drew's logic. Yeah, absolutely. Drew's logic. There's no issue with it, and um, Randy's logic is the exact same logic. And you can get. And here's a great thing about Drew because while he's not lying, and you can understand his logic, you can land on either side reasonably. You land on the side of Drew. Well, he's right because he ain't lying, and that did happen. And Shit, I'd be pissed too if y'all fucked me over in front of my family, blah, blah, blah. But then you can land on the other side. I was like, baby, that was a year and a half ago. <laughs> Get over it. Like, you're being a baby at this point. Sammy's promo to him, basically. Mm-hmm. You're being a baby at this point. They, like, they're, it's not just black and white. It's not old gray with Drew, where it's like you can see. Yeah, bro. I, but you I also don't get like to interrupt, but Sammy, you, don't, you have gone through it as well, where you don't get to decide how I respond to it. Yes, yes. You respond yes. to it your way, I respond. So it's it's extremely yeah. nuanced. You could actually give me what, it for what he said to Drew if he really wanted to be. And not even that, because it wasn't your business. It wasn't right. even his business. So so funny thing is, I meant to say this to y'all while I was watching, but we watched it all together on Raw, and somebody tweeted, Sammy's downfall is always that he can't mind his own goddamn business. And I was cackling inside. But it's the truth. That was this is a beautiful mind your business. It's why you are where you are right now. Because if you was minding that world title, you'd have been there, bitch. Right. But you stay in somebody else's business so fucking much. Like so that was even even when he was talking to Seth, he was cool with Seth. He took his L. He yeah. said, "You know what? I'm gonna own that. Mm-hmm. I joined the losing team. I'm gonna own that. No biggie." And then the Seth said, "Well, I'm gonna give a title shot to Jay Uso," and I would have been like, "Girl, how did we get? How did you get? Huh? I be here last week." Drew is making yeah. perfect fucking sense. Mama got down in her panties and had to scrap. <laughs> in your pants. In your damn pants. Mama got that skirt off and said, oh, girl, let me just get some drill in your panties. <laughs> in your damn He said, he said, now, this, now I'm, I'm going to stay in this ring for a couple of things, and I'm going to take my whip and I'm going to take my read and my lashes. But what I would not do is see a bitch advance over me that did not hurt yeah. us. Yeah, because you definitely be... Jay, clean. I'm coming out of this last skirt. Week. Yeah, one-on-one, clean. Baby. And we're going to get the bucket, baby, girl. I'm going to hit with yeah. you and your belt. <laughs> yeah, no, he's absolutely right. Glasgow kisses for everything. Drew is 100% right. He... And it's no yeah. different than what Randy said. Randy said, I got a receipt for the whole bloodline. Yeah, that's another Looked question. at the camera and said, whole right. bloodline. Yeah. And I don't yeah. mind winking in holes and bloodline. Yeah, no, there's... <laughs> There is, while he might not be a part of the stable of the bloodline, he is still in their bloodline. In their bloodline. Which includes you, Jay. So when if Randy's I were Randy, you, cool. girl, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. I were Randy, I would go drop rock on whatever set he's on. <laughs> Naya might exactly. catch an extra one. 
Tamina might end catering. Oh my god! I, I might I might dig up some some family members and RPO them as well. Yeah, that's the like, question of how long until the, the switch is flipped and Randy snatches and we get Randy and Jay. <laughs> um, I don't know WrestleMania. This is tea. There's so many. Like right now, it looks like Seth Punk, Roman, Cody, Goon. Rock, who knows, maybe who knows. you know Jay and Jimmy, maybe, but maybe Randy and Jay, like who, who, but who again? Who knows? Who knows? Where is Bianca and Charlotte going to be? And Becky and Rhea and Jay? Will she be here by then? There's so much going on. My good sis Naya is undefeated in her return, waiting for her title shot. But she keep going backstage, reading everybody's their face, as you said, and saying, "Well, if it was me, you wouldn't be <laughs> champion anymore." That's going. That's going to be a thing, and she's going to continue to say that until she rolls up and Rhea and says, "All right, enough. I want it." Let's because go. she's reading the girls each other tonight. She read Shayna Baszler and was and was saying her full name, and Shayna was literally two feet from her. Girl, I'm not arguing with you, girl. We don't have a problem, bitch. You just can't take it. You had your little friend Shayna, whatever. <laughs> Shayna was standing right there. Yeah. I was like, "This is a rude bitch." She's she's rolling up on everybody every week backstage in the locker room, letting the girls know I'm. I'm and um, come back to foolishness. Chelsea Green, uh, mm-hmm. you and Miss Piper and that uh, code breaker splash situation. Oof. Ouch. I pray for your knees, Chelsea, because baby. Ouchies. Y'all worked Miss Negan. That, that's a finish right there. Yeah, that, that should have been one and done. There shouldn't have been anything else to talk about after that. Yeah, that's a finish. Yeah. The, 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 the only other thing that you could possibly do, is there like a leg lock of some sort that Chelsea could do that would make sense? To like to lock you in place while she does that splash over her. I, I can't think of one because it's a submission. The it's not, it's not, would be lame. Yeah, and it, no, some saying. But oh, they can, yeah. like a figure four. You're sitting up. That's what I'm saying. But why would the person be sitting up? Prone at all times. Yeah, yeah. no, that doesn't make sense. Right. It's a good spot to match though. Charlotte Durant. Um, but yeah, it's a good spot to match if you have her in like a figure four and she sits up to try to reach for her and Piper just boom. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of like what she could do to immobilize somebody. Enough for for her to hit that because I'm trying to add I'm trying to find a move to add together for, yeah, for a finish. Yeah, the only thing I'm thinking of is a fucking snapmare because what other move puts a person in that seated position? Mm-hmm. That's the weird part about it. Like, unless she does, they do like a low low instead of a high low, a low low where she like kind of time that right though. Yeah, and they, they get it right, they baby. It's drop ugly. to their ass instead of on their back, mm-hmm. and then she all that you miss. I thought you meant this week as she's dying. No, 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 I can't do that. <laughs> the girl wasn't the matrix. That's you. You might break um, Chelsea's leg at some point. You make some messing that up. Now nah, you just sweep or they drop boom, and then hit she comes boom into that. That's the only thing I can think of that will put someone in the seated position. Or maybe they could be there running thing like just different spots of her trying to get yeah. people in that spot for 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 Miss Thomas to just wash yeah. their hands. Cause that's a that's a finisher. I, I like that finisher. Right that's there. a finisher. That seated cross body. Yeah, that seated cross body. Nineteen a day. No, she be in there cutting up, baby. No, she be in there slinging them girls around. But yeah, we are just in a, a brilliant spot. Women's tag belts got defended. Women's championship got defended. You know, war games, war games. Both face teams came out. I think there will be consequences to that. Um, and we are setting up for a, a nice run into the Rumble two two whole months. I, I asked for this last year. I swear, I want people having to qualify for the for Rumble. I, it's too many people now. Not unless too. you are a Cody Rhodes, somebody who's just been on an absolute roll. Where like you don't need to qualify for them. You've been qualifying all year. Mm-hmm. Um, you just came off a huge victory at War Games. Yeah, every, in, in fact, in fact, anybody in the war games match that one yeah, should have should have had it. Yes, um, you need qualifying matches. The Royal Rumble means something. No one should just be getting in it because it's for the main event and the title shot at WrestleMania, which is the biggest thing you can ask for in wrestling as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. And you need to let Why that be. Why not having to qualify for this? It, that beat needs to build because it should not feel like a foregone conclusion of who's winning now. Yeah, you you got you got to qualify for the King of the Ring, like. No shades of the King of the Ring. Yeah. Why do you not have to qualify to be in the World Rumble for a possible shot at main eventing WrestleMania? That makes no sense to me. Are they about to fast track the Creeds? Um, I don't know. I don't think Judgment Day are losing the titles until they get split. They need to be split too, or they get split because they lost. I don't know. No, because they need to. I don't think they lose the titles 
before they get split because they lose in titles, then that creates another team that's undisputed tag team title. Mm-hmm. It needs to be established beforehand. We're splitting these belts in this match. Now, maybe they will have to defend them on both brands separately. This match is for the Raw tag team Well, what possibly this could happen? SmackDown tag team they, just, they just had uh, uh, Cody and, and, and Jay. Then they had the Prophets. Now they got the Creed coming up. Mm-hmm. What it could give is, listen, we're tired. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna be bouncing back and forth. Y'all need to, and then talk to Pierce and what's it called? Figure something out about what we're gonna do. You know, or or even something. like let's say they go over there and cause some trouble and 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 oh boy, it's like I'm tired of them all this like I'm tired of yeah. them over here. The only reason they come over here is because of them belts. We need our own belts to begin with, so they can start coming over here. They can still be on raw with y'all. But since this is what is enough ways to explain your way out of it, right. and it being yeah. one Pierce or Aldis's decision. Absolves right. anything storyline wise. Right, they it. should. It really should be just them coming together and like I want Mahomes. You had six teams in a in a in a tournament tonight. Yeah. There's no reason that that branch should have its own. Right. Yeah. No, they need to fix it and fix it soon, please. Yeah, it's get out of control. But yeah, I don't know. I was like, are they, are they about to bash at the creeds? I was like, mm. it, it it needs a little bit more crispness. It needs a little bit more time. Sometimes winning a title too early can be yeah, to your detriment. Yeah, they don't need to win the title. We don't even know who they are just yet. Yeah, they do not need to win the tag titles yet. Um, the prophets are the one who need to win the tag titles. Agree, uh, but also, and we just praise Long Build and long term storytelling. This has taken a little while to kind of like get to boil. Well, the Bobby prophets and Bobby, Bobby yeah, and the Bobby's do. And the reason I say that is because. I wouldn't have a problem with it if Bobby, as a kayfabe leader, wasn't doing things that were antithetical to that. Yeah. Movie. And maybe that's part of the story because after their loss on SmackDown, Bobby tweeted um, at the Prophets. He said, we need to talk. And Angelo, like, quote tweeted and was like, yeah, we do. So it's given, where were you? Right. Because we were outnumbered. Yeah. And that's why we yeah. lost. You back there with B-Fab right. and her blonde braids. And we are here platinum, white, I don't know. But we are here the N-words. Right. Um, and that's a good segue for Bobby to be like, you know, I'm busy. I ain't got time to be doing XYZ. Here's a chance to be a dice. Mm-hmm. He's going to be in y'all corner going forward. Like, however you segue into it and finish fleshing out that faction that has no fucking name. I want them to I want them to find a partner for Shanti. He's a he's a really he's made for at for a tag team, in my opinion. And or you hide him in a group. You hide him in a faction. You make him the X-Pac. Yeah, that's fine. I want him in a tag team. I don't know with who, though. I want to tag team him. I don't know with who. That looked like somebody that's got a whole spirit that ain't purged out in God. So, <laughs> Christ. So, <laughs> I cannot. Um. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, he needs to be in the tag team for me. Uh, and with all the report, I tell you this: you talking about uh, earlier the people jumping, shipping food that maybe took from Ricky Starks. Him and Stark. Very, very well on his way, right? You know who that's gonna completely fuck? You said LA Knight. You think? Not even him. Ricochet. Even worse. No. Theory. Ricky Starks is a much better Austin Theory than Austin Theory is. They got to be on separate brands because... No shade. Like, Ricky Starks, Austin Theory is Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks is Austin Theory. Just one of them is a lot better at every aspect of it than the other. Um, Don't get me wrong, I like Theory. He's not bad at all. Uh, he got. He hasn't recovered from the Vince derail. Yeah, he, the Vince derailed him, and he has not, not bounced sense. back since. He, Poor baby. He needs. They need to. They need to. Hopefully, they'll face him, and and we'll be good. Um, I'm. A, I'm gonna say this, and I hope I don't sound ridiculous because you named somebody, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say it here on this podcast. And whether you be cool or come out of come out of a bag on me, <laughs> it really don't make a difference because I do not care about LA Knight. You said that. Oh. And I've never and I never argued you about it either. I don't care. Y'all are so impressed by this. Yeah, and this pop. I just don't know I when it happens. I, I I I come from an era where the talking was elite. I'm right. Like, I I I've lived through 
Ric Flair and the Horsemen. <laughs> okay, and Austin and Rock. Week. Yes, All right, I was gonna get there because I'm gonna start at the beginning. Right, I, I, I'm sat through through that. Arn Anderson used to cut a meme too. I'm sat through the Jake the, the Horsemen. <laughs> right, Jake the Snake. Like I've people who are elite speakers. Yeah, elite spitters. He is not one of them. He is not one of them. Not in my opinion. Not being love. I don't have anything against them. I'm very indifferent. I can take or leave him. I don't care. I certainly don't care for anything he does in the ring, and I hate his fucking finish. But if y'all love his promos and him on the mic, all right. L.A. Knight is Normani. That's terrible. I don't know who L.A. Knight is just yet, and I and like I know what they're I know they, what they like packaged it as. I know what they're putting in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and to the mention of you know Rock Stone Cold Jericho cosplay. Like, you know, like that's that's because we live through it. That's the lens that I see I see it through. I'm never not happy when someone climbs from the bottom and gets over out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It, but that's what it was for me. I haven't had a chance to really set roots into the character or like the performance. I'm happy for him as a person. Yeah. Um, but I don't I'm it's like it's like how you're watching the movie and look at your phone and look up and then like the scene something crazy happening, like what just happened? That, that was me in LA night. It was like two smackdowns and then all of a sudden it was like that year was like over. Yeah. And we kept calling, like, oh, this was going to happen next, this was going to happen next, and we were right. But I don't know, I don't know when it happened, and I'm, I'm not mad, I'm, in, I'm indifferent. But it also is, it, it's a, it's a, he's going to have to still tick up again, because here's what's happening now. He's getting the treatment, he's getting the Cena treatment, mm-hmm. in terms of, like, they're, put, they're pairing him with the right people, they're putting him in, in the fuse to get him, to give him the rubs, they're giving him the TV time, like, they're, they're, not forcing him down our throats, but it's the it's the Cena formula. The only difference is that now it's happening inside of this current vacuum, and so it's not nearly as palpable as it was ten years ago when you would when you would early Roman. Because there's you can't do that no more. So it's too many people now. Many more people. There's too many options. I'd rather now. see in that spot. So that's a, that was like a one and done marketing campaign. Like we're putting everything we have on this one nigga, and we pushed him up the mountain, and that's going to be that. Y'all gonna have to deal with it. But now. That happening choices. in a vacuum, and I mean, I guess it's and I guess it's of no expense to make it happen in this vacuum because, like, okay, we know it's not that big of a deal anymore. He's not the only guy, but it's kind of that formula, and it, it could be a litmus of them seeing does this formula still work? Yeah, I don't know, but it's, it's I interesting. Don't see to see him as world champion. I just don't mid card, hot like top of the mid card at best. For the him. the character is going to have to get a little. I don't know. I don't know LA Knight, the character. I don't know anything. I don't know who he is. And normally, there's the mystique of like, I don't know this person. And if you're a super casual fan, or if you're a fan that clocked out after 2.0, and it's kind of past when clocking back in, it it, it kind of feels like a call up. And I didn't and I didn't watch him in the previous reign. It's ridiculous. Like it feels like I'm supposed to know things about him that I don't know, and they're not doing anything to connect the dots for me as to why I should like this guy or why they like him so much. I just feel I realized my actual issue with him because of something he does. Um, talk about the comparisons and everything. Show sure, is fine and paid homage, um, and everybody takes something from everybody. Um, there's nothing new under the sun, right? <clears throat> I think he has crossed the line though over to caricature of he. He's a cosplayer to me. He's a Rock Austin Jericho cosplayer. <laughs> um, to the point where he even does a version of the People's Elbow. That's not helping your case, bro. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> to the point where his finish could be looked at as a stunner variation mm-hmm. if you really want to reach for it, right? Um, he, he's a cosplayer. He's a character of... Your faves, hodgepodge together. Oh, yeah. And... Like you said, no identity. Who is he? Yeah, he's a cosplayer. That's what he is. He's a, a cosplayer of a professional wrestler. Yeah, I don't know anything about LA yeah. Knight. I don't know why I should. And to some degree, so is Theory. He wasn't in NXT, but main main roster theory is the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. I have not had a chance to sink my teeth into anything about the character. Yeah, no. I know why I like Bill Brooks. I know why I respect Cody Rhodes. I know why we revere Roman Reigns. I understand why uh, the Judgment Day are what they are, and why Rhea is what she is. I understand all these different, you know, titular people, Seth Rollins, Rand Gordon. Like we understand that there's meat on these bones. Yeah. We haven't had enough time yet to get the meat on the bones, but we, but we already are getting the reaction that would suggest that it is there. 
Yeah, that and that goes like Rhea. There's a there's a twinge of of Luna there. There's a twinge of Beth. There's a twinge of China. There's a twinge of Beth and and Bianca. There's like LA Knight just takes it overboard to where it's like he's not reminding me of them. He's copying them. Mm-hmm. He's a cosplayer. Rhea's not a cosplayer. She just has little pieces. Bianca has pieces of Beth because she's inspired by them. She, you, you know, the, so it kind of leans towards that. But Bianca is Bianca. Mm-hmm. She just reminds us sometimes of of Beth because of the similarities. Yeah. yeah, that they have. La Knight is literally just playing the rock. And so Cold. like in Stone Cold, like it's cosplay is the proper and exact word for him for me. That I I just. But if you love them, I love it. Cool. And anything that's gonna get people in into into wrestling and watching wrestling and loving it, great. He just ain't for me. I, you gotta know what ingredients to pull when you go to start lifting and how much of it to pull when you go to start lifting from intellectual property. Because the thing about right. it is, is like, so if you were to go to pull from Trish and Lita, that's going to be obvious to mm-hmm. this, to, to current eyes, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the binary you're pulling from two people. But if you pull a little from Luna, if you pull a smidge from Medusa, if you pull a smidge from Woman, if you pull a smidge from China, if you pull a smidge from Wendy Richter, if you pull a smidge from Mula, if you pull a smidge and you, and you pick the things up along the way as you study this this genre and you know what and where to lift. And make it your own. And make it your own, then it makes sense. It also helps to do some of that after you are established. Mm-hmm. Paying homage to something or somebody is cool once we know who you are and why you are and, and its influences. Like let's say Trish did influence you, but let's say you wait till you're at the status of Aria to then pay homage to that, and then you go back. Oh, she has been doing this the whole time, but she pulled something innocuous and small from Trish that wouldn't outshine the character she's trying to portray. Yeah, that's you know, Beth to a T. When I go to build things, I, I don't I don't make it about the hammer I'm using. Until after the thing is done, and you ask them, "How did you put that together so well?" Like that thing that you did is so beautiful. Oh, I used this hammer by Dewalt. And then you go, "Ah, yeah, Dewalt's that girl." But it's after the fact. Like same way, I always tell people on the creative side, nobody wants to like this. This current generation like, is so hyper focused on like b- behind the veil and the BTS of things. Mm-hmm. Nobody needs to see the behind the scenes if you ain't got a scene. What's the worth of seeing? I want to see the behind the scenes of um, Remember the Time. Mm-hmm. I think what makes cinema to me, uh, I think ultimately it's something that for some reason stays with you. Because the time needs to be remembered. Yeah. <laughs> Show me the behind the scenes to scream. I don't want to see the behind the scenes of Ice Spice at a Bodega. <laughs> <laughs> it's the chip out. That's the I don't need to see that. How it got stopped that day? Salt and vinegar chips? I don't need, I don't need to see that. And that's what I'm saying. Like you, you gotta you gotta know what influences <laughs> to lift, what to mix. Same thing when I made this souffle this past weekend. I had to double back. I had to say, hold on. Let me get this five Chinese allspice. Let me get a little bit more cinnamon. Let me get a little bit more butter. You know, and then after it was busting. Then I can tell you what was in. Oh, well, child, I knew I used, I used a little bit of razzle dazzle. If it ain't good, don't nobody care what was in that bitch. Throw, out, throw the whole pan out. Yeah. The ingredients are important once once the finished product is a, is a big deal. So you gotta camouflage those things while you round that thing out. We have not seen LA Journey do that. The people that we have named tonight: Cody Rhodes, Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, CM Punk, Seth Rollins, Shinsuke Nakamura. We've been through the trenches with them, character wise. We were in the trenches. LA got fast tracked, and oddly enough, this time by the fans, not the company. Yeah. So it's one of those things that it's like I don't know what to get behind just shit. Happy for him, happy to have more options. Don't know what I'm looking at. I I also am a fan of in ring product. I I couldn't name you a single LA night match that stands out to me as far as ring work. I couldn't name a single one, not one. Definitely. And I would never force you or ask you to do so. Because I, I, I too... I don't know one. I too don't understand. But I committed to character, executing whatever he needs to execute, you know, and it's is asked of him. Um, but yeah, I'm waiting to catch up uh, with everybody else. Like, I don't... As much as I love Roman Reigns, I don't know a goddamn thing about Roman versus LA Knight. 
I can't tell you a spot that happened in the match. I can tell you a guy. I don't even. I, if you paid me right now to tell you the finish of that match, I wouldn't be able to tell you. His in-ring work and his matches are so not memorable to me. But I can tell you exactly what happened with Roman and Logan Paul. <laughs> but I can tell you this. Roman walked around the ring, of course. He's going to do that. <laughs> He walked around and talked shit. He's gonna walk around he and talk got his shit. signature. He's gonna yes. do that. He's gonna do that. If he's gonna do anything, he's gonna do that. Yes. And draw the money while doing it. Um, I mean, you're not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how this turned into a LA Night Drag session. I apologize. But you LA know what? LA Everybody that we've ever done this to has gotten better. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they know. We drag, we drag Rhea. Look at mommy. Look at mommy. We drag Sasha. Look at Mercedes. Yes. <laughs> look what happens when we drag the girls. So who else we need to drag? AEW. Uh, hey Tony. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, come, let's come start in the room. and his like booking. But, okay. Since we're on it, eight here. You need people at a table when you're writing these stories and writing these angles that are going to say you need somebody with autonomy that is able to say without fear of losing his job or being ridiculed. Hey, that doesn't make any fucking sense. And here's why. So, full gear. And I, I don't care kayfabe or not, blah, blah, blah. I need my stories, whether it's wrestling, movies, TV show, to make fucking sense. Adam Cole is injured and unable to defend the ROH tag titles. And you're reminded of that that same night because he's forcing his partner to team with Samoa Joe because Adam Cole himself cannot compete because he's not cleared to defend his ROH Tag Team Championship that he holds as a title holder. But he was officially put in to the main event of the show to defend someone else's belt for them. And then when that said champion came back and was walking down out to defend his title, just because his leg hurt a little bit, there were officials running after him to stop him from getting a ring. This nigga Adam Cole just came out here in a boot and crutches, ready to wrestle, ready, clear, clearly cleared to wrestle from the company and from the doctors, right? K-Fabe, I know, whatever. The story needs to make fucking sense. But then MJF comes, the actual champion, who just was attacked early in the night, whose leg hurts, he's not injured. And y'all are trying to stop him because he can't compete in the match. In what fucking world does that make sense? And who was sitting next to Tony when he told y'all this was going to be the way we were going? Because you are on all the coke right now. That shit, it, that was one of the most nonsensical things I have seen in wrestling in a very long time. And there were zombies surrounding the ring not too long ago. <laughs> it was so bad that Britt Baker was like, nah, girl. Had to acknowledge it. Brick said, nah, girl. Y'all was gonna let my man walk down to that ring. And it was cool. Make this make sense. It was so fucking stupid. There's no way to even write out right out of that hole. I don't it even I don't even know how you explain out of that so hole. So stupid. Because there's so many variables of okay, so who approved that cold to wrestle in this match when three hours ago he couldn't wrestle in that match because he's on crutches and, and y'all ass. actually y'all actually provide insurance to y'all employees. Yes, and y'all are promoting the match now. And the company is the company is insured. Which doctor cleared him to do this match? In a boot. And crutches. Two crutches. Not in not his womb. In a boot. Who did this? And how? In a boot. It's just it just like shit like that. And I'm not saying WWE has never done dumb shit like that. Of course they have they've done dumb shit in it. This company is too young to be having the issues that they are having right now backstage between wrestlers and and they grew up on seeing things done wrong. Exactly. How are you not learning from WCW's mistakes? You are literally following in the footsteps of WCW. Yeah, it wasn't even um Swerve was the that swerve was the highlight up until that mm-hmm. blood that blood that blood. Yeah, that was disgusting. Real blood, that, fake blood, whatever the fuck. Disgusting. Bitch, disgusting. Yeah, we, don't, we don't need to be here. Don't, don't want to see it. We don't need to be here. That, that is just to stupid happen. to do, especially for a baby face to do that um ideally has 
loads of young fans who look up to him and model after him. Now they're going to have niggas in the lunchroom cutting each other, drinking blood. What in the gangrel? Because <laughs> they, the they hero. Gangrel is at least a fucking villain, right? No kid is supposed to be looking up to him unless you're being weird. And he never drank nobody, but he, he ain't never drank nobody. B Y O B. Bring your own blood. <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, what? That was just dumb and nasty. Um, it was. I, it was. I, I've never watched wrestling. Ooh. I've never cringed like that watching. I was like, oh, girl, ah, ah, this is That's much. disgusting. Pepsi, um, <laughs> pathogens, bloodborne. Like, I was like, girl, ah, fake or not, this is this is not cute. But I will say this: they wrestled though. They did. Swerve is it. Make it happen. Swerve is it. Swerve Make is it a happen. superstar. He is it. He has every tool in the book. He checks every box. I am 100% on the train of Swerve Strickland for AEW World Champion. Yeah. And him and Joe going back and forth, sign me up. Sign me up. Sign me up. And then they started this tournament that's supposed to be built for and around Daniel Bryan, and he ain't even clear. Right? I, I, I honestly don't know. The, it's something we're going on the first that. time I watched AEW. It's like, something we're going on with that. Like apparently, this whole tournament is supposed to be built around Daniel Bryan. He's supposed well, to... it's it's built for be, not in storyline, not in storyline. It's not built for him in storyline. It's it was his idea. It's a playoff of New Japan's G One Climax mm-hmm. tournament, which Brian Danielson loves and wants to take part of. And he couldn't take part in it this year, so they created a G One basically. So Brian yeah, and, well, so, and, yeah, then that, and, that and then yes. they, they launched it now when he was injured. I don't know if he's injured or not. I have no idea. It was allegedly. So I was just like, who over here is making? Who over who over here is not doing coke? Raise your hand. Right. I need you to write the show. <laughs> take the keys. <laughs> take the keys to the entire building. Because this is absolute insanity. Yeah, no. They just like WWE needed it at one time. A Tony Khan needs somebody sitting next to him that's gonna rest their hand firmly on his shoulder and say, mm-mm. Well, no, we we 20 years removed from them having a cerebral assassin. <laughs> is can somebody in there marry? Who gonna marry Tony? Is this is, is <laughs> who gonna marry Tony? Tony ain't got no kids, right? Well, same. Um, we we need somebody to slide in there, and uh, one of the rascals come over, come on in, and and, and take the reins like Triple H did. And uh, that was a long play. That was yeah. a long play. Nasty long play. A sickening bit of long play. I heard my girl was backstage. Room was had. My girl was backstage. She was she was sitting front row. The queen. You no, can see her um, during no, the open no. of the home. Um, War games match. She, I didn't notice it. She was sitting right there, just the happiest can be. Just you know who won't there? Not <laughs> you know what that means? Right. He's not in the building. He's nowhere near the building. He's not yeah. on wow. Um. So yeah, well, I just mm. wow. Look at her. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. It turns out the the sale of WWE was the Best was best for business. Thing. Yeah, was best for business. Now we would have still been right here, and if he had just done what he should have done and handed the goddamn company over, if he was ready to go to Stephanie and Triple H. But he's a bastard and wasn't going to do that. So this is the second best option, and thank God, Ari Emanuel, the owner of TKO, has sense and is like, no, all of that. He's the one. Keep him right where he is. And if I mean, I bought this and I wanted to continue making money. I wanted to make more money. And everything that I've seen since I've been paying attention says that this is the one who knows how to make that money. This punk signing alone, hand over fist, hand over fucking fist, Thank is God. already producing. Thank God that this. And me and my friend Marcus have always called Triple H the Great Fixer because what was Ultimate Warrior Bruno San Martino? He was the one spearheading these people coming back to WWE that had these bad relationships with them that had. Bad relationships with Vince, and mm. swore to never come back, and was bashing the company up. Billy Graham, everybody, like the great fixer, Triple H. Keep fixing it. Bitch, if I if I hear, I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> I, don't see, I, couldn't, I can't see why she wouldn't want to come back now with the power shift that has happened because I know she knows that that shit that that shit they pulled in the kitchen. <laughs> Triple H would have fucked him up for that in NXT. <laughs> she I hate, knows that's I not hate, going to happen I with hate, him running the show. I hate that we may never know what happened. We may never know. We may never know what happened. 
the closest we've got is Trinity saying, I left that day because of the way I was spoken to and because of the way I was treated. So when two black women champions, forget all that. Mm. No, I don't care where it is. What, when two black women say, I removed myself from the situation because how I was, how I was spoken to and how I was treated, there is only one conclusion. Conclusion. And I'm, and I'm, somebody says some racist shit. Yes. Somebody male. Yes. White and male. Somebody white and male, because this is a work, this is a workplace environment. This is two black women that can't scrap if they need to. So you know, want two other bitches that said nothing. <laughs> yeah. It was it was somebody of authority in position, mm-hmm. white male. I know of a quote from somebody. I can't say it on the stand podcast. It would be betraying trust. I'm gonna get it afterwards. <laughs> I can't say it on air, but it sounds exactly like that person. And I've been around that person. I've heard the stories. It sounds exactly like that person. And mm. yeah, so it only leads you to racism, right? It's like somebody said something really racially insensitive, and they was like, "Oh fuck you," and fuck this. And not what the the sheep reported, like that the people like you, yeah. the best people like you. Right. That was on one of the one of the jerseys somewhere that that flew out, but it, it had to be worse than that for them yeah. to be like, "Ah, uh-uh, you know what?" Like it had to be something like, "Excuse, okay, yeah." So, but she has to know that that shit would not happen on Triple H's eye. That's that's one of his daughters. Yeah, and I'm sure he's trying to get her back. Of course, they, if if Punk can come back, if Punk can come back, all things. Warrior came back. Sable came back. Like, what is wrong with people? Hogan came back. Nash and Hawk and Road Dogg and Jesse James. Then nobody shit on Triple H specifically more than Road Dogg and Jesse James. Really? Um, Road Dogg and Jesse. Road Dogg and Billy Gunn when they left for TNA. They they stay shit on Triple H every chance they fucking got. They was dragging Triple H. And where's Road Dog right now? One of his main niggas. One of his main men. Bret Hart came back. Yeah. And she worked Vince. And he actually assaulted <laughs> and Sean. <laughs> she worked Vince and Sean that night. So Canadian cunt, don't play, baby. It was giving. I don't ever fuck this talking, bitch. I was in the dungeon for a fucking reason, bitch. Yeah. And so, yeah, this is why I was surprised. And it, it, this isn't surprising. Um, all in all, it eventually was going to happen. Time heals all wounds. It really does. And again, like I said earlier, in 10 years, if you ain't grown up a fucking bit, then. God bless you, child. <laughs> yeah, but this, you know, this you know, this you know, understand that everything is no grace for growth, but right. you know, we gotta um, make room for that. But yeah, that's that's uh, that on that. So, Sasha, we waiting her. I and she, I feel like she purposely did not sign a long term deal anywhere, knowing maybe because she said the first person to call her. Remember, I said I was gonna hang it up. When she was announced for New Japan, when she debuted in New Japan was Triple H. He said he was the first person on my phone telling me how happy he was with me, how proud. He can't tell me they ain't been talking this whole time. And he was like, bro, don't sign nothing crazy. Cause some shit coming down with <laughs> some shit coming down the bend, baby. Give me a second. Don't sign nothing crazy. Give me a second. I got Cause there's no reason Mercedes Monet, Sasha Banks, hadn't been signed. And she put that back somewhere. in her bio. <laughs> there's no reason she the biggest female free agent in the world hadn't been signed somewhere long-term. You know they was throwing buku bucks at her, and she still ain't put pen and paper. There's a reason for that. Paul said, I put some household air in this syringe. <laughs> and I'm going to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to make good and sure this company thrives. Mm. Well, amen. He said, look, you go ahead and sell the baby girl. I got something else planned. It's thriving as we are. Listen, so if you need to find us at the cash shit, no underscore. Montez underscore BBA, Roberts underscore rules. And I'll find her there. This is the Cash Shit Podcast.